You are listening to Legally Binding, a podcast brought to you by Jackson Corporate Law that is all about providing the business community with useful and practical legal tips and advice for growing and sustaining business ventures. For more information, please feel free to visit our website at www.jacksoncorporatelaw.com. We hope you enjoy. You are collecting data on any individual there are privacy regulations that um, that you have to adhere to, as well as breach regulations that you have to adhere to. But one of the things that I always say is don't collect more than what you need. We live in a, in a society where everybody is interested in the value that comes along with data, the value of having access to listservs, access to, um, to client lists, to databases. All of that does translate into money, but you have to understand that there are limitations um, under which you are allowed to use these lists. And going going a little bit further into that, one of the things that I want to discuss today is the relationships that you build, the business relationships that you build in which you are allowing somebody access to that client information. Now, there are often times where you will have consultants come into the business. You may have commissioned salespeople that you're working with. You may have vendors or suppliers that have access to your client databases. What are you doing in order to protect that information? As a business owner, you have to be cognizant of who you're allowing access um, to that confidential information and, and be mindful of the types of confidentiality provisions that you're placing in the different agreements back up make sure that you have confidentiality provisions in the first place and make sure that you fully understand what those provisions entail if you are uh, if you are having somebody come in and, and build a website or if you're having somebody come in and they're doing marketing and they have access to this information are you restraining the ways in which they could use that information if you're hiring if you're hiring someone to build up your social media profile or uh, whether that's an external consultant or that's an internal employee are, do you have provisions provisions within your contract that state that the company is the sole owner of that intellectual property? And not only that the company is the sole owner of the intellectual property as it existed before the relationship, but making sure that the company is the owner of any intellectual property that is developed throughout that relationship. Now, that's a piece that a lot of folks miss. They don't fully understand that um, as you are collecting the, this asset, this, this, uh, this property, this confidential information that is um, client information, customer list, uh, you have to be very clear in these working situations that the work product that is produced is the business's asset. It is fully owned by the business and you have to put ramifications in there if somebody breaches that um, those those provisions of, um, of maintaining the ownership within the business. So uh, if so, if you have a worker that starts a, um, a Twitter for the uh, Twitter account for the business, is that Twitter under the business's name or is that under the um, it, is it under the business's name or is it under the name of that individual person? Do you have provisions stating that any uh, that as that relationship ends, that that person has to turn over that account to you? Now, the, this may seem like it's something that is that that should be common knowledge, something that should be automatic. But there have actually been cases where where companies have had to fight to reclaim their social media profiles because they've had other individuals 
that have uh, that they've allowed to build up these profiles and there was not specific language within the agreements that vested ownership back in the business now again remember we're talking about privacy here and making sure that you maintain the confidentiality of your customers information if you are allowing other people to build these things up and they walk away with this information and this information is leaked don't think that there's an automatic barrier between you and the claim that may come from the breach of that information because it was given to you you are um, in fact a fiduciary of this information you have a duty to keep this information confidential so uh, so when you are when you're looking at how you're protecting your the information how you're putting in processes and protocols understand that it's not just an internal job. It's not just you making sure that you're doing what's necessary in order to protect it, you know, the information of your clients and your customer base. Understand that it is also the job of, of you, your job to protect that information as it is accessed by other individuals. And because it was entrusted to you, if you allow a third party access to that information or if that information is collected for you via a third party, you are still the one that has the duty to protect that information, to make sure that it stays confidential. Because again, a failure to do so um, could result in fines, fees, um, and claims, not just claims by the particular individual, but you could, um, you could incur claims from the, from the city, from the state. Uh, and if you and if it involves any sort of European Union citizens, and you have been deemed a company that is uh, that is engaging citizens of the EU, then you could be levied fines from the European Union if you're not following the regulations. Data privacy is serious. Data privacy is so serious. And with the new breaches that have happened over the course of the past year, not just with, uh, with Facebook, but with the credit bureaus, with different banks, um, people are taking it in a much more serious manner. People are already um, are already getting to a point to where they're more skeptical about about giving certain information and giving information to the extent that they that they used to. But now they're more skeptical of um, of programs that they are downloading to their phone. So if you are an app builder, how are you collecting that data? How are you disclosing the data that you're collecting? If you run a website and people are signing up for your, um, for your newsletter, how are you collecting that information? How are you disclosing that? Are you being transparent in your operations? Because uh, just because you, you bury something in your, terms of in your terms of use or your privacy policy doesn't mean that that's going to automatically protect you. There are certain things that have to be, um, that have to be very obviously displayed within that text. Uh, and then, you know, are you in your technology? Are you truly, truly being um, forthcoming and honesty and honest and um, operating in integrity with the information that you're actually collecting from from cookies, from any sort of back end programs that are collecting information? I'm pretty sure everybody heard about the uh, the Alexa scandal that's going on right now, where there was a couple having a private conversation in their home. Alexa. Uh, recorded that private conversation and sent it to someone on that couple's contact list. Uh, so if you're building technology, are you making sure that the, te that the technology is doing what it's supposed to do, that the, that the actual um, constraints within that technology's ability to collect information is adequately, uh, adequately put into place, adequately structured? All of this is your responsibility as business owners. On the one hand, we want to collect as much information as we can because adequate use of that information is money but 
on the other hand, we have to make sure that we are being diligent in protecting that information once we have it collected. Once again, this has been Legally Binding brought to you by Jackson Corporate Law. For more information, visit our website, www.jacksoncorporatelaw.com. And of course, don't forget to follow us on all forms of social media and subscribe to our podcast so that you can receive updates on each newly released episode. Until next time, we wish you continued success in life and in business.